0: Italy, where the death toll from a shipwreck carrying asylum seekers continues to rise. At least 64 people, including 12 children and a baby, died after their wooden sailing boat crashed onto rocks near the country's southern coast of Calabria. The tragedy has refuelled the debate on migration in Italy, where the recently elected right-wing government's tough new laws for migrant rescues have drawn international criticism. Luca Barana is a fellow in migration policy at Rome's Institute of International Affairs and the coordinator of the T20 Italy Task Force on Migration. And he joins me this morning. Welcome to the program, Luca.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: There were a reported 200 people on board the boat, which broke apart off the Italian coast on the weekend. Which countries were most of the migrants from?
1: Uh, Migrants on that boat were coming from countries like Afghanistan, Iran, Syria, and other Asian countries, and this is quite typical for this particular route coming to Italy. A route that has not been on the news uh, before the the shipwreck because it was a little unknown. Uh, Italy is quite obsessed with what happened in the sea strait uh, between Italy and Libya and Tunisia. So this shipwreck was quite an eye-opener for Italy, Italy as well.
0: The search for more victims is continuing. Is it likely the death toll will increase?
1: It could be, it could be, because unfortunately, sea conditions were quite bad at the moment of the shipwreck. And now some days as passed. And at the same time, uh, there is a huge debate in Italy right now about uh, the, the response that uh, security forces and the coastal guard should have uh, applied to when they got to know the situation of the boat. Uh, so unfortunately, I fear that the death toll could, could increase, Yes.
0: Three people have been arrested on suspicion of people trafficking. Will more be arrested? What's that operation um like?
1: Well, that's a tricky issue. Many times the lines between smugglers or traffickers and actual migrants that are just told to drive the ship at the at the at the moment of, of embarkation is quite blurred. So the prosecution is ongoing. Uh, we have, they are telling us that a fourth person could be identified, but at the same time, I have to say that uh, usually these these boats are put into the sea by what we can call mobility providers, and uh, the lines between these kind of services and, and and trafficking is not that clear, to be honest.
0: Was there any attempt by Italian authorities or NGOs to rescue the boat before it crashed onto the rocks? Uh,
1: Well, there's something that is being highly debated right now in Italy because uh, you know that there has been this huge um, outcry about what the government has been doing against NGOs. But usually uh, NGOs do not patrol that particular sea trade. They are much more focused in the sea trade before the coast of, of Libya. And actually now European authorities and Italian authorities are blaming each other about who um, should have been on the scene at the, when, when the shipwreck op- occurred. So this is not, it is not clear because they are telling that Frontex, the EU Coastal Guard Agency, was the first to spot the boat in distress. Uh, but Frontex is saying that the Italian authorities should be the ones responsible for the search and rescue activity. So this is something that should be cleared in the coming days.
0: If these uh, changes hadn't happened to the, the the rescue laws, would this route have been monitored by aid vessels?
1: No, to be honest, no. Uh, as I was saying before, uh, this is a not well-known, not so well-known route. Uh, it was not in the focus of NGOs as well because they stationed before the Libyan shores. Uh, what is missing here, and that probably would have avoided the, the shipwreck, it is a structured European or Italian uh, search and rescue uh, mission that has been abolished back in 2019 because Italy thinks that such a mission acts as a pull factor for uh, migrants stranded in Libya, Turkey and, and Tunisia. Uh, in with, with such a mission, maybe the t- tragedy could have been avoided.
0: So uh, given that, why is it such an inflamed debate in the sort of domestic sphere? Is it because it's uh, sort of one of the most high profile cases since the new prime minister was elected?
1: Uh, Well, and it is also a coincidence, I would say, because the, the decree that you mentioned before against the NGOs operating search and rescue activities in the Mediterranean was finally approved last week. The, the, the day after one of these ships was was blocked by the government in one port, because supposedly uh, it doesn't uh, respect the requirements introduced by, by this code of conduct in this degree. Uh, and then this happened. But as I was saying before, there's no certainty that, they, that the NGO's ships would have been there, yeah, and without the decree. So there is no, there is no a direct connection.
0: There. No, there's no direct connection, and that's uh, that's why I find yeah. it really interesting that this is now playing out in such a fueled political environment. The Prime Minister Georgia Maloney has now called for immediate action by the European Union to stop migrant boat trips. Yes. What is she wanting the EU to do and is the EU likely to concede or will, will there be any deal done?
1: No, unfortunately nothing, in my opinion, nothing will change after this tragedy. What Italy wants, uh, is it is not uh, just uh, a strengthened border in the Mediterranean. What Italy wants is more solidarity from other European Union pa- partners in terms of relocation of asylum seekers that arrive in Italy. Currently, EU regulation requires Italy to process all asylum requests submitted by those asylum seekers that reach Italy as a first country of arrival in Europe. They cannot move freely in other European countries, at least on paper. Italy, the first request from Italy is to change that kind of regulation. But this has been a non-starter since 2015, I would say.
0: Luca, many thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Luca Barana is a Fellow in Migration Policy at Rome's Institute of International Affairs and the Coordinator of the T20 Italy Taskforce on Migration. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.